Let us pray. Good and gracious God, gathered around your throne in glory are those who have kept the faith and finished their race and now rest in their labors. You have now received Kenneth. We pray, Holy Father, that we who gather together might remember your grace, might remember your love, and rest in your compassion. Bless now our time together, remembering a life you love so much. In your most holy name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. seated. Love those words that we have heard a moment ago. Let not your heart be troubled. The Greek word for troubled there is to be tossed to and fro. But the passage in the gospel reading we heard is Jesus giving the disciples that assurance that in their father's house there are many mansions. Had a privilege of visiting with Rich uh, just a few days before he passed. And we talked about his assurance and faith in knowing that when he leaves this earth, he'll be in his father's house. Don't be mistaken, it's not that he was looking forward to leaving because of the love that he will be leaving behind. His dear bride, 47 years? Wow. And that is a testimony even today. His sons, in which he enjoyed working with. My wife will often go to your shop, and any time she will go, I know she'll be a long time. <laughs> I don't know what they talked about, but they talked about it forever. And uh, bless her heart, she'll come back and say, well, no, Henry, she called me Henry. Henry, it wasn't all that long. Yeah, right. <laughs> But she enjoyed it. She loved it. In my father's house. One of the readings that Father Neil read in Isaiah 61 said that comfort those who mourn. And how can one be comforted in mourning? I never say to a family that's grieving, your loved one is in a better place because I personally believe a better place is still be here, still alive, still living and still enjoying the peace and the life that's there. How can we be comforted? Only God can comfort us. And in the brief moments that I wish to share with you this morning, I would like to go back to that wonderful psalm, Psalm 23, that we read together, and I love that idea. I'm going to use that in the future. Uh, that's what we preachers do. There's no copyright, right? Not at all. All right, you heard them. And uh, uh, in that psalm, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. Now the word shepherd in the Hebrew does mean pastor, like Father Neil and I pastor congregations. But this particular word, oddly enough, is pasture land. 
that the Lord is our pasture land. What that means is, no matter where we are, the Lord is there present with us. How comforting those words are. The Lord is our shepherd. He makes us to lie down in green pastures and lead us beside still waters and he restoreth our soul. I love that word restore. It is written in a rarely used Hebrew verb. Um, Hifel polel, I think it is, if memory serves me well. It means, it doesn't just mean to restore like you would restore old furniture, but it means to bring back to its original perfection. And that's what God does for us. Often people will say, how will we look when we are in heaven? Well, I, I think uh, your dad will still have the beard. <laughs> Big and, you know, tough. But have you remember those early years when you married your, your sweetheart? In those early days of your, you remember how alive and vivacious, full of strength, no sickness, no disease-ridden body. Think of your beloved and that God restores our soul. The text says, even though I walk through the uh, valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. That's where we are right now. Death is evident to us. The shadow of death is evident to us. And on those special days and birthdays and weekends and sounds, a song or music that would all of a sudden bring us back to remember our granddad, our brother, our dad, our husband, another Western. Enjoyed watching a Western movie, old movies. You walk into the store and he's always going to be there. It's a shadow. The Bible says that is the uh, valley and a shadow of death. We can fear no evil because his rod and his staff will comfort me. Now I'm not going to ask the Morley brothers which one had more spankings and weapons growing up. But I never loved that word rod and staff. Because I remember my foster mom saying, uh, to spare the rod is to, what? Anyone? Oh yeah, you've been there too, right? Yeah. Uh, to spare the rod is to spoil the child. And I, she never spared that rod. And while that phrase, rod and staff, has a little bit to do with what that means, there's a greater meaning there. You see, oftentimes shepherds, when they would write their names of their sheep on that rod, tribes would do the same thing and write the names of their members of their tribe on the rod. Our names, that's written down in glory, are in the staff that the chief shepherds holds. Your father's name is written on there, your beloved's name. It's written on there. I trust all of our names are written on that staff. That's where the comfort comes from. 
next to last. It says, you anoint our head with oil. That's one of my favorite parts. And I know the oil is a symbol of healing, and it ought to be, and it is, remains for us a symbol of healing. But shepherds, oddly enough, that often use oil for another practical reason. Sheep, when uh, would often become irritated by gnats and flies, and because they didn't have fingers to brush away the flies, the flies will often uh, irritate them so much that they would be known to walk into a brush and try, try to brush away the. So what a shepherd would do is to saturate the sheep's head with oil so the bugs won't stick. I like that. You ever have people who bug you? I mean, they just irritate the daylights out of you. Don't look at them. Just keep looking here. <laughs> All right. I think they were looking at you, Father. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, who bug us. But isn't it great that we have a loving Father who cares for us so much that even the things that bug us, he takes care of. Uh, that's nothing bugging your dad now, except for you're not there yet. And I suspect that up in glory, he's lingering by those eastern gates, waiting for that familiar gate to know you're coming. Don't go so soon. Stay with us for a little while. For up there, he'll look at his grandchildren and be able to be at every gathering that you are now. Oh, he's proud. Oh, I'm sure he's talking to angels now and boasting about you now. And I would just believe that God allowed him to look over the portals of heaven to see your love and your grace. May God's comfort and peace be with you, not only today, but all the days of your life. Amen.